Good afternoon, everybody. It is Sunday, September 12th. Football. Football is back today. Um, hope you're all enjoying this beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon, watching your games or spending time with friends and family or whatever it is you do. I'm Ed Carbajal for MMANews.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, before I get moving, we're going to talk about Triller Fight Club, Triller Fight Night, the uh, Holyfield, Belfort combat sports event that happened on Saturday evening, yesterday, September 11th. Um, uh, welcome distraction, I guess, for folks like myself. I mean, anybody in the United States, you know, it was a, September 11th is always a rough day. For, I mean, I'm in 40 minutes outside of New York. Um, you know, that day, uh, oddly enough, the, the weather has been, even today, yesterday, the weather was just as beautiful as it was that day. 20 years ago, September 11th. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll close out with that. Um, cause I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to bring anybody down, but you know, definitely a day that, uh, rough for everybody. So I didn't mind, you know, the thriller thing happening on a Saturday night, especially there was, you know, there was bare knuckle on Friday night, which is uh, a pretty amazing card. There was 11, 11 bouts and 11 finishes. So if you didn't catch BKFC, uh, make sure you, and you're a fan of that stuff, go, Check it out. Uh, the podcast I do, Coast to Coast Combat Hour, Matt Hawkins and I actually, you know, we're recording as it was happening because we had to do the podcast a little late uh, this week. But before I move on, as far as this YouTube channel is concerned, the Canadian God, James Lynch, has got some new content for us. He's got interviews with Cynthia Calvillo, Marina Rodriguez, and Marab Devashvilia for their upcoming bouts. So make sure you uh, do the thumbs up, like, click the bell, subscribe, and all that stuff so you can catch content like this and all of James Lynch's beautiful, beautiful interviews that he does um, for us here at MMANews.com. If you like anything that I do, you can <laughs> Luke Lopez. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Carbazel. Um, shout out to Luke Lopez who always tunes in and, and uh, drops some criticism for me. That's why... That's why I keep a cup of water with me, Luke, so I can try not to give you the Jersey cough and stutter and stammer so much. But listen, sometimes I'm a little hungover when I do these, and it's a, it's Sunday for crying out loud. But um, anyway, let's move on to uh, the news of the day from the weekend: Triller Fight Club, Holyfield versus Belfort. We've got the full results and highlights up at MMANews.com. I'm going to bring them up for you here. I'm not going to play them, but I just want to, for reference, so we can look at the full results. There was prelims, and I I feel like they didn't advertise that good enough. Um, otherwise, I would have liked to have watched those. Um, you can still, those are actually free. You didn't have to pay for them. So if you go to Fight TV, you can, um, let me bring this up, the results for you. You can look at those. I caught the end of the very last prelim because I didn't know about them. Um Again, yesterday was an interesting day for us here, especially in the Northeast. But um, if I knew about them, I would have liked to have watched those too. So I might go back and watch those later this evening um, because I'm still looking for – how do I say this? I don't like to be negative on the internet like Luke Lopez does. <laughs> I, I do it. Uh, but there's so much negativity on the internet, especially about this. And it's, and I'm not going to lie. It's hard to, to – and I'm breaking your balls, Luke. I appreciate your – I appreciate your – you. Uh, sticking with me for this ride but um i am um, i don't like to be a negative guy you know but this this uh this triller thing that happened 
first of all, let's talk about the positive stuff, which is, I mean, you had these two competitive boxing bouts between uh, Carol and Vences and David Hay and Joe Fournier. This was like a, a friend beef or something like that. And, and um, they went to the, the distance, as you can tell by the scorecards. But uh, the um, obviously the focal point of the night is the main event between um, Belfort and Holyfield. Um, you know, it was funny afterward, uh, Sean Cunningham, USS Cunningham, who, who fought on the, he fought Frank Miller, or Frank, Frank Miller, Frank Mir at the Triller event in, um, what was that in April? And, uh, he won, he won by decision, which is, I, the positive I took away from that event because, you know, I just thought it was nice to have a competitive bout, a respectful lead up between two, um, two, well-known and respected figures from boxing and MMA in a boxing match. Um, if you've been following along with these Sunday submissions, you know, I, I've been talking about these, uh, what do we call them? Circus fights, freak show fights, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I've always said the rule set that the senior man has experience under is the guy that's going to win most of the time. And that's been the case most of the time. That was the case with Cunningham and Mir. Um, but to, uh, this event last night, <sighs> that wasn't the case. But, I mean, Belfort, is has, well, he's now 2-0 in boxing, right? And um, Holyfield, you know, if you followed boxing, especially when boxing was great for folks in my generation, which is, you know, Tyson era, Mike, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, before... For me, boxing fell apart when, um, when the when there were when there was too many titles popping up left and right, and titles were being created for folks. Um, and when Evander Holyfield was at the end of his career, right? Agua. So, the um, this one didn't play out the way that I usually say things play out, but I mean. Listen, Evander Holyfield's 58 years old. I think Vada, I wonder if I can find the tweet. I mean, I I should have thought of this before I started recording, but, you know, sometimes my mind starts going. But Vada shared a, 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 which is one of the doping agencies that boxing uses, and they shared a statistic about brain health when you're past the age of 40. I mean, I didn't even know this. I mean, just in general. Um about brain shrinkage you know i forget how how much it shrinks when as, as you get age which is why folks get a little you know after the age of 40 um well i'm it must be starting for me <laughs> but um i can't find it i don't want to waste time looking for it but um you know at 58 and the lead up to this i mean first of all evander holyfield was doing media and everything and hitting pads and there was there was nothing there there was no evidence that we saw that from Holyfield outside of what he's already done. And I'm not trying to knock Holyfield off. I mean, I'm, I feel bad for the dude. So, and a lot of us do, which we, I guess we shouldn't because uh, if you didn't watch it or you didn't pay attention afterwards, Holyfield said at the end of the thing, he was interviewed afterward. I mean, he didn't, if you watch the finish here, um, Again, I can't, if there's sound on these things, I can't play them unless they're like gifs or whatever, gifs, gifs. But um, I mean, we got a lot of highlights on here. Go to the, this page, and, and you can see that there's 
this these there's tons of of uh slow-mo footage and stuff from from this here this finish of anderson silva tito ortiz i'm gonna get to that in a minute but as far as holyfield they interviewed him afterwards um i believe it was sean porter and 50 cent uh talk to uh was it 50 cent i got i have to go back and look at the look at the footage but um he was like he said he wasn't hurt and he was a little upset he protested the stoppage himself i mean it was a 58 year old guy trying to box a a 44 year old um recently retired fighter right that that knows a thing or two about boxing and I don't get Vitor Belfort celebrating. I mean, if if you beat Muhammad Ali's not here, but and and you know at the end of his years he had Parkinson's. Like, say he came out, you know, at at at, at that age, retired, and, and you beat him. I mean, celebrating beating somebody that's pushing sixty. Um, I don't know. My I, I think about myself. And one of my uh, jiu-jitsu instructors who has underwent a lot of knee surgeries and shoulder surgeries and has, you know, fought MMA, had concussions and stuff like that. And he's a couple years older than me. When a young guy, you know, taps out a black belt as old as I am or as old as he is, and he says, he's oh, you know, good for you. You tapped out a broken down, messed up 40-something-year-old black belt. Yeah, go home and celebrate that. It's, and that's sarcasm. There's nothing to celebrate. Vitor Belfort's roaring and stuff at the top of the cage. This is not the guy you were supposed to fight, number one. Coming in on a week's notice. I know last week I, lo- I looked into and saw that uh, he was preparing. He was supposed to be on that Teofoma Lopez. Uh, uh, I always mess up the his opponent's last name, so I don't want to do it anymore. But he was supposed to be on the undercard of that for Triller, a Triller event. Um. So I thought maybe, you know, there was something we hadn't seen about Evander that, I mean, outside of his physique, not for nothing, for 58 years old, for Evander, I hope I, I, I don't look like that now. Uh, Mike Heck from MMA Fighting was interviewed during him and said the same thing to him. You know, I mean, I mean his, his the way he looks, he looks like, I mean, he's probably still knocked out any young fool that tried to get crazy with him, you know, over at, uh, you know, outside of boxing. Um, but, uh, I mean, there was a, a looping left hook that he threw it looked a little wild that that he's knocked him himself off of balance off balance and then the fight with uh belfort um is it on here i mean the finish is on here so i'm not gonna again go to the the this link and play it i have it on the it'll be in the description of the youtube video and it'll be uh you know it's it's on my periscope where i broadcast this when i record it but um it just wasn't a good look for holyfield and and a little sad but like uh you wake up this morning and there's all these things about like you know uh, teddy atlas said why can't there be a pension there's pension plans for in other sports why can't there be one for boxers um and who i mean listen who knows the reason why event everyone says it's money when it comes to because it's just historically you've seen boxers that are past their prime and they didn't manage their money right when they were you know coming up that they return to boxing but to counter that point you see guys like mike tyson and and doing things like legends league and the motivation behind the legends only league is before the guys that still feel like there's something there and even holyfield said he'd still he he's interested in uh doing something with like that like tyson did with roy jones jr you know even after the loss and we i mean 
Uh, it's definitely time for Holyfield to not box anymore. Um, but I don't think Vitor Belfort should be celebrating. And then he calls out. Uh, I mean, we have the the articles up on here, but he calls out, you know, the Jake the, the Jake Paul brothers thing. You know, it's it's right in line with what Triller does. I mean, the Askren Askren uh, Paul was a, a Triller event. You know, so I know the last one was a Showtime boxing thing. Um, but the if they have the money, I think it was a $30, 30 million dollar call out, winner take all type of thing. For Belfort and uh, Belfort, and you know, uh, to potentially face uh, Jake Paul, and then or I don't even remember if it was Jake Paul or Logan Paul, and I'm sorry if I forget that detail, but I mean, this was this like, this was hard for me to watch last night. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then the uh, the co-main event, which is probably if you want to look at something, um, Anderson Silva knocking out Tito Ortiz. One minute, 21 seconds. This tweet by The Athletic. Um, man, this was something that um, I didn't see this a knockout happening. I thought at least it would go to the distance or something. I definitely, I, if you look at the odds, I forget what the odds were. I think uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head when we, me and Matt looked at them Friday night. I, I believe it was plus 550 or, or something like that for Ortiz to win. Um, and we and I didn't see a knockout happening because I'm not trying to be a dick, but you know Ortiz he's got a big head. It looked like he could take a punch, but uh, maybe we're forgetting how hard Anderson Silva hits. I mean, with all the finishes he's had by by knockout um, during his time as reign as the middleweight king in the UFC. Um, again, and you have you know Tito Ortiz is a former title holder himself, so what are we gonna do like like before leading into, I mean, what else would you think? I didn't see this happening, but um, Tito Ortiz tried to use his weight and rush him. I know, and the thing is, he lost 20% of his purse, too, because he didn't make weight for this. If I'm remembering the numbers right, uh, Silva came in at 192 or 193, and Tito Ortiz came in. At, it was supposed to be 195, and Tito Ortiz came in like 200 pounds or something like that, and he said the weight cut was hard. So maybe this is a result of trying to cut weight. Um, and uh, maybe the 20% purse uh, takeaway didn't hurt so much. If Triller's been paying out the money we've been hearing, they've been paying out to, to these guys for these events. But it's definitely something that um, that uh, I didn't see coming because I thought I thought Tito Ortiz still might have been able to take some shots. I mean, he fought in Bellator not that long ago. Then he fought in Combate Americas, or uh, back then, Combate, now Combate Global. Um, and then it looked like he was uh, just trying to use his weight and pressure him at this point in the in the round before this happened here. And um, it was uh, two of these punches. He caught him here, and then he caught him again. And then uh, he catches him here, and before this shot happened, he catches him again. Uh, with the same punch, and as Tito Ortiz's head came up, he threw a left hook or a left punch that that caught Tito Ortiz all all here, here, and here, all knockout pinpoint accuracy as we know Anderson Silva has. Crazy man. Um, but and then Tito Ortiz was knocked out, and there the memes on the internet, you know, from this angle, this this whoever this photographer is took the shot has become like constant meme like. The internet's so fast, I I can't even, I don't know how how much 
time these guys have or the skills these folks have that they're able to put the memes out that that came from that knockout. And uh, I'm laughing because they're funny. Like, it's hard not to laugh. But Tito Ortiz looked like he was all right. I mean, he got up and uh, he called out Logan Paul, I believe, for Trillo to fight again. Listen, some of these guys just don't know when to stop. Like, this is all they did for uh, almost... I mean, if you go look at their competitive before even like coming out of jujitsu and wrestling or anything like that, they've, they've been competing their whole lives. So when it comes time to stop, you know, they don't, they don't know when to stop. You know, it something keeps calling them back. And, and I've written so many retirement articles about folks and, and trying to just watching them and you listen to them talking how hard it is for them to walk away, especially when they stop and then they see the sport grow. You know what I mean? Um, and boxing has always been around, but this, this, these weird thriller fight club level fights, are, they seem to be grabbing folks. I guess it's the TikTok generation or whatever you want to call it that they're grabbing. I know I'm going to get shit for that being called, they call me boom or whatever you want. As long as you watch, click like the video, I don't give a shit, but mm, it's weird. It's just weird that these folks, um, still find a way to, to, motivate themselves and the thing is too about them they don't they don't uh they don't have uh the same like my 40 something versus somebody that's done this for 20 years and they're 40 something like vitor they still will outwork uh, me who's a hobbyist in, in combat sports as far as my training goes i mean he'd probably wear me out in any jujitsu boxing anything i mean it'd probably outlast me um because that you're just built different so i think that's where it comes from i will say this i mean if we're gonna if these are gonna keep happening right i mean the the um, the october event with tiafomo um they have to build that card and they're probably gonna add stuff fights like this on that undercard um that's october's too soon i would say anderson silva when they asked him afterward which is weird because um in the in the uh, in ring post fight interview, Anderson Silva said they asked him uh, the woman that they had. I forget her name. She was like, "Are you coming back? Uh, when can we expect to?" No, is this the last time we're going to see you? And Silva replied, "Probably." But then in the post fight press conference, he was he uh, he said uh, the idea of him and Vitor Belfort makes sense as a as a next event like this. Um, and then he mentioned the Paul brothers and then because um, they're just, you know, it's money. <laughs> There's money in it when you mention the Paul brothers. So uh, I, you, I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to knock anybody for calling them out anymore or whatever. I mean, listen, if, if we can have fun and make some money, I'm not going to I'm not going to knock anybody for having some mon- fun and making some money. But um, the uh, fight to me, that makes sense. And uh, we'd have to get I'm sure. I might have been the only one mentioning it that night, so I'm going to say it on here and see what uh, you guys think. Drop. I'd like. I check the comments for this all the time. By the way, Luke Lopez. Uh, <laughs> but I. Uh, I mean, you'll probably be the first to comment. So let me know what you think, Luke, and other folks. What do you think about um, Chael Sun and Anderson Silva in a boxing match on the Queensbury rules? I feel like that. That first of all, Chael Sonnen could sell you know ice to an Eskimo or whatever the saying goes um because the guy just knows how that part of the business is done and um oh that's my battery hold on (laughs) plug this bad boy in sorry about that 
Um, I thought I could make it through 30 minutes here, but uh, the other thing is the um, there's history there. I mean, you look at their two, they went, they, they fought each other twice. Usually you want a trilogy and to settle things. So if they, if they make it one of these trailer things and not for nothing, um, I know Chael's a great wrestler, but I mean, um, Clayton hires is his boxing coach. I mean, he's got decent boxing, like not for nothing. He he's said a bunch of times on his own podcast that that he's a, you know he's he's a boxer. He, he's called himself a boxer. So why not? You know I bet you that I bet you they could sell that Anderson Silva, Chael Son, and Triller Fight Club. I think that's something that can be you know marketed for uh, for uh, this demographic, which is me pretty much, and anybody that. That and the, of course placement of the date or whatever. Like there was nothing going on last night. So if you if you're a fight you know fight head like me, boxing head, MMA head, whatever you want to call it, um, you know you were looking for fights and and a lot of folks were you know this was trending. Anderson Silva was trending because of this knockout. Um, so it, it's something that I something to put in your mind and mix throw to throw it around a little bit, but um. I do want to bring up. I know I I say I tweeted it because the slow mo. There's no sound on it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna find it and share that with you guys. The finish of this. It shouldn't be too far down my own timeline. Oh God, there's so many meme. I, I share too much when fights happening. Oh, there was a drunk woman. You know, during a during a uh, Danny Segura put up the video footage. There was a drunk woman. That was causing trouble the whole night in the event. I mean, th this was in Florida, by the way. And then th they did something, you know, to they did a, the the ten bell count for nine eleven, you know, and um, they had this drunk woman in the, the goddamn venue that apparently she was causing. If you look at the media that was present in their tweets, she was causing problems all night. And then Danny Segura put up the video that they they carted her ass out of there. Thank God that they did because I mean, not for nothing. Keep your keep your fucking mouth shut like for certain time you we don't need to hear your commentary on every goddamn thing sometimes you just let people have their moments and that was one of them that i was just like come on dude like you know you, you don't you don't do that you just you just don't um i guess i didn't share it there's a slow-mo out there just all the the footage out there from the, the uh, anderson silva's finish it was reminiscent of, of what we know anders anderson silva for um and they had Michael Chandler in the arena because you know he, uh, what was it, Deerfield Park or Deerfield Creek, wherever, wherever Anderson Silver's at. Silver, uh, this event took place. My, my Wi Fi's messing up a little here, so I'm sorry about that. But the um, sorry about that, that was a connection issue. Jesus, we had flooding and shit here out, out in Jersey, so I'm sorry about that. But um, the um. Michael Chandler was present. They asked him for his prediction. Then he talked about his fight with Justin Gagey for UFC 268. I mean, he says he owned the, I think it's Deerfield Park. That's that was not far from the venue. So he was there just to, it was close by 20 minutes or something, he said. Um, and he predicted, uh, everybody kind of predicted Belfort to get to win by knockout because, like, who are we kidding here, man? I mean, I don't know if we're going to see De La Hoya. Let me take this off the stream. I don't know if we're going to see De La Hoya step up again you know he's home he's recovered if you didn't know he was removed a week like a week away from um i'm sure you know by now we, we um 
and he uh he said he was going to be back in the ring when he was home like you know after his his uh fight with covid-19 but i just something inside me said this was not going to happen right when it was belfort and delahoya something inside me when it was announced uh i joking around with my family i even said you know i think i might have said this on last week week's uh, sunday submission you know between the the trt stuff and delahoya's you know i mean let's uh, cocaine or whatever the hell he he's been in the news for after his fighting career was done like i just felt like something was going to happen so when i wasn't surprised that i mean it was COVID 19 and i think i said this last week so i'm sorry if i'm repeating it but i mean the fact that uh, his name was mentioned as as a potential upcoming bout like now if i'm triller you know i know no one can control if they contract COVID 19 or nothing like that but i'm i'm still I know he got tested or whatever, but I think it's maybe he maybe he was going through withdrawal or something. Who knows? That's my opinion, not MMAnews.com. So if you want to drop some hate on my that comment, hate me, don't hate the outlet or whatever. But um if I'm Triller, I don't know if I booked that again. Put his name on a marquee again. Um maybe like I said, I mean Chael Sonnen uh Anderson Silva, that's the one to make, in my opinion. Or the Paul brothers, you know, the, their name, they seem to, to bring in money for this this type of thing. So let them do it if they're, if they're, they're going to do it. I mean, as long as nobody gets really hurt really bad. Again, Andrew Vander Holyfield said he wasn't hurt that bad. He disputed the stoppage. In the, but um, I don't know, man. I wasn't expecting. I was hoping for experience you know his boxing experience i mean the guy was heavyweight champion of the world for you know when he was in his prime and for some reason i i I thought we would have gotten a nice moment where he you know shut us all up and and maybe got a puncher's lucky puncher's chance punch against belfort but the knockout i predicted the knockout um yeah i just uh especially his interviews and stuff like that. I think I think it was a. It might have been New York State that wouldn't license him when he tried to come back some time ago. I can't think of when it was. Um, you'd have to do uh, some research, but I tried to research it actually when um, I was doing my research for last Sunday when I found out about his June booked bout to find out when it was, and I couldn't find it. But because um, there's things and there's even in these interviews like when when he was talking about. The MMA and and uh, and this, uh, it's just it's, it just was sad to to see. So um, I know his family was like voiced their concerns too leading up to the bout. Um, Vitor Belfort's family ran in there and hugged him and kissed him like he did something, you know. And I know he's been through his own shit too personally, Vitor Belfort. So, um, but these guys, everybody, at the end of the day, everybody signed something to agree and say this is good enough for me, win or lose. Um, you know the money's worth it or whatever so and uh, and we're all guilty what's the lady say at the at the don't f with cats thing on netflix we're all guilty for watching so call call me guilty too for watching but um if i if and anderson silva could just stop right now if he wanted to and nobody would you know there's he's got nothing left to prove i'm not gonna lie and say that i don't like watching him win i mean to first of all he beat a a a legit boxer when he did his first boxing bout and then he came in last night and and as they say there's levels to things anderson silva showed that there's levels to 
to when you try to come into the strike world of striking. And he said some pretty cool things about Wing Chun and Bruce Lee too in his post-fight press conference. So I thought that was pretty good. That's why I, Anderson Silva is just hard not to like the dude and, and want to support him and see him do well. Plus he's funny too. He seems like a, a, a nice dude, you know, generally I'm like, if you look at some of his interactions and stuff like that, and then even if it's funny, I'm watching the, the ring girls behind him, you know, cause they like to have just stand these pretty girls and boxing anything. There's always those girls, you know, the Corona girls or whatever that they got the girls they'll just standing there smiling and you could see, you could see them, their cheeks getting sore from smiling and sometimes they relax. But Anderson's responses to some questions that you could see them cause them to laugh or whatever. Um, so uh, if they do like a Chael Son and Anderson Silva, I'm, that's just me, by the way. Don't make that news. I just I think that's something they could sell. Um, I'm perfectly fine if Chael Son wants to stay retired and be a dad and all that stuff and his podcast and all his work he does with ESPN. Uh, I, I that's fine. I don't want the better that these guys don't get hurt. It's more fun to just make money without getting hurt, right? So um, I would prefer they all do that, you know, if, if, as long as they can find a way to be successful and, and stay live their lives comfortably because they've already given us so much in their careers. Holyfield, Belfort, Silva, Sun, and all these guys that, that are, that are, you know, that seem to come up for, for, for entertainment purposes because it's combat sports. It's controlled violence. We got to remember that as, as fight fans, we have to remember at the end of the day, they're not doing this to i mean you know it's, it's the way they make money but they're also risking you know a lot physically um so take that with you and um again yesterday the day that this happened was september 11th um it was welcome for me um waking up on that day uh with the weather being as nice as it was 20 years ago when those horrible uh, when those horrible attacks happened to this country um september 11th has always been a hard day for me to get through so um, to close out the day with something that that can pull our, pull our minds away from it. That was uh, I'm not that's I, I can't completely hate on the event because uh, it does uh, you know sports is our escape and I'm, I'm gonna let you go as we close out this Sunday submission because I'm sure football is going on and you guys want to escape to that. So enjoy your football. Thank you so much. I'm tapping out um, again. Check out MMAnews.com for the full results and all the footage and highlights if you want to see that. Anderson Silva uh, uh, finish of Tito Ortiz and the Vitor Belfort, the closing, the finish to that fight. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Carbazel. And again, bell notification, thumbs up for the, the YouTube is much appreciated. And it's, uh, we're up to 1,200. So thank you for so much for subscribing. And I'll catch you next week. Peace.